Black people love soul food so much. Because they love it over here too. It's good. It's good? But it makes you sleepy. <laughs> Do white people go to sleep after they eat soul food too? No, and that's maybe why they don't eat it as often. We adapt it for a more like uh, easy way to to eat and to still be productive. Um, so the portions are a bit smaller and stuff. Oh. It's portions, that's what Oh, I see. No, we need big portions. No. I, when I eat oxtail, I want four of them. No. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> that make sense. It's so good. And then once you finish, you just want to take a nap. Anybody eat it that way? Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the fellowship. We started a little late for whatever reason. Um, welcome. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line at Hake. We'll take your questions and comments, and I'll respond accordingly. Good morning, y'all, again. How's everybody? Good morning. Good. Morning. Good. Um, any questions? Anybody had a life this week? Nobody had a life? You should see them, they did. <laughs> you had a life this week? What happened this week? What'd you learn this week? What did I learn? Um, well, this week, I'm from Buffalo, New York, so this is my first time here. This is your first time here? Yeah. Oh, welcome, man. What's your first name? My name's Greg. Welcome, Greg. So I uh, drove to Baltimore to see my grandma with my mom, my dad. This is my mom. Oh, and hi. I brought mama. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good, but I'm not allowed to speak. Yeah. Why not? That's not what I said. <laughs> but um, so we went to Baltimore to see my grandma, and then we flew out from Baltimore into San Diego. Um, well, seeing my grandma was nice. She's, she's getting up there. She's a little bit older. She's 90? Uh, I want to say... She's 84. Oh, 84. Yeah. I thought you said she was 90. No, she's, she's a little bit old, though. She's 84. And uh, then after that, we flew here to San Diego, and then I drove here today because I wanted to come see this. So. Did you forgive your mother? Yes. How did that go? Well, uh, she, uh, she took it okay. Other th and and uh, basically I said, I, I told her I forgave her, and then she started saying, well... You know, maybe I didn't turn you away from your father. Maybe you turned him away from himself or whatever. <laughs> she started blaming him. Uh, of course. <laughs> but, uh, no, it went well. Oh, good. I did. And how about your father? Yes. That, I had a harder time with that. I know you always say that people, when they go forgive their mothers, they shake in their boots. But uh, when, uh, when I went to forgive my father, I actually didn't. I went to do it one day, and then I didn't do it. I got in my car, drove home from the office, and then... But then the next day, because I was like listening to my thoughts, like, don't do it. He's tired. He's working right now. He's in the office late. But then the next day, I said, I went to go get in my car again. Like, I was going to leave again. But I was like, no, 
I got to do this. So I went up there. I sat down, and I told him I forgive them. And it was like, it was like kind of like the first time I ever smoked pot. It was like, <laughs> like everything. Like my dad was sitting there and across the room. But then like I don't know, my field of vision like increased. It like I don't know. I was real nervous about it. Yeah. But I finally did it, and he took it well. Nice. He said. Um, he said he wanted me to explain it to him better, and I said, there's nothing to explain. This is how I feel. And he says, okay, maybe you're talking about the generational curse is what he said. And, and I said, okay, maybe. That is what it that is. Much. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't know, so I called in, I asked you, and you told me that's what it is. Yeah, so. it is. And now if you get married and have children, you won't pass that to your kids. You're passed out love. The curse was broken through you. Amazing, huh? This is amazing. Nice. Um, and can I talk to your mother? What's your name? I'm Tina. And why are you so nervous? I just, I, I'm, not, I'm a very talkative person, and once you get me going, I ain't going to stop. Uh, I'll stop you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, um, so have you heard any of my shows or anything? Oh, yes. I love it. Oh, you love it? Yes, I love it. Oh, good. I don't agree with everything you say, but I love it. I don't have no bad things to say. Right on. Is there, can you tell me one thing you disagree with? Oh, boy. <laughs> Just one? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, for me, for me, not for y'all, the, the forgiving your mother thing, I had, no, I had really nothing to forgive my mother for. I love my mother. She... And you say, uh, you know, for, do you forgive your father for not, for not keeping you from your mother? Or however for you for not it? protecting yeah. you from your Correct. mother. Correct. Uh -huh. I thank my mother for protecting me from my father. You do? Yes. And why? Oh, I can't go into it. It's, it was just, he was an alcoholic, beat person, beat everybody up. Don't, don't speak for mama. Hold on. Hold on, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, it was a bad, he was bad. And did he beat you? Uh, there were nine of us, and I was his favorite, so no, I did not get beaten. So what do you do to you that made you resent him? He beat my family. He beat my mom. What do you do to you? Nothing. I never really had a problem with him. Oh, so you don't resent your father? No, I do not. So, but, but I do not resent my mother any. But Zero. But why did you, why did you care that he beat your mother? Because I love my mother. But what did it have to do with him beating her? I don't know. Too much alcohol? Just a no. mean person? He didn't no. know what he was doing. So your mother was mean, too. That's why he beat her. No, she wasn't. Was she a good woman? Ooh, if I could go back and tell you the whole story, I don't think she had a chance to be a good woman. Was she a good woman? Uh, I don't think there's anybody good. Was she a good woman? Yes. You, you just went on, you said she wasn't. She didn't get no, a I'm just saying, like in the Bible, it says there is not, right. not one, you know. So your mother wasn't a good woman, that's why your father beat her. No, that's not true. Men don't beat good women. Oh, yeah? Right. Oh, boy. Okay, well. You think men just walk around, oh, my wife is so good, let me go in there and beat her. <laughs> yeah. Your mother was difficult for your father to deal with. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. How could he? Yeah, she was difficult to, be, to deal with. You want to know why? Yeah, because I know why. They had I know six kids because by the time they... she was 21. Nice. Some of them were not even, even a year apart. Nice. Okay. Six white babies. Yeah. Your father and mother doing the right thing. Yeah, well, Catholic, no TV. 
<laughs> so but, your, your mother didn't do anything. I don't want to disagree with you. I want to, you know. No, you could disagree. I don't mind. Okay. We still be tight. Okay. Your, um, your mother did nothing wrong. Oh, sure. But not to him. To who? My father. Who did she My do? My father beat his own mother. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of guy is that? And beat little kids? Beat children? Beat my sisters? He, Molest my sister? You're not That's supposed good? to spare the rod. I know that, but you don't come home and beat him with a bicycle chain because they spilt milk either. Why not? Come on. They didn't have any serious? trees Are around. Are you serious? They didn't have any trees for the branches. No, I, I think you're messing with me, man. No, I am. Got, oh, thank you. <laughs> so I, that's what I say. And yeah. My mom just recently passed, so. Oh, she did? Yep. Oh, and, may and her she, soul rest in peace. Yes, I, I hope so. Yeah. And, uh, and my dad, he's been gone since 2000, so. Right on. Right. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I love to be here. And can I say something? Yes. I had to unleash hell to be here. You did? I did. What do you mean? Last night, he came to me and he said, Mom, why you got to unleash hell? He's going off on me. And I stood my ground. I know I probably shouldn't have, whatever. But this is what happened. Hold him to LA. We came to L.A. And uh, we were doing our thing, you know, visiting our folks, went on the speedboats and all this and that. And then last night, he said, I'm staying in the room with my friend, and he's staying in the room with Dad uh, because... We flew with my best friend here, so I could see right. her. I haven't seen her in a long time. And he said, okay, we're going to leave at 7.40. I said, okay, I'll be up. Call me at 6 on the hotel phone. And then somehow it got to where he came to the room after he was in there talking to Dad about where you going, who's this guy you're seeing, and this and that, and all his stuff. And he tried to get, and, he, and then Gregory came to the door, and he said, Mom, I don't want you to go. I'm going to get a rent-a-car and I'm going because Dad wants you to go here, here, here with him. And I said, well, I came because I wanted to go see Jesse. That's right. That's right. So then I went in the room and I was very upset and I laid in bed and I said, wow, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do. And I was very hurt. And then I went back to the room next door where they were and I said, what are you talking about? I can't, you know. He doesn't want me to go. And he said, oh, no, Mom, I don't want you to go. Can Make I a long story short. Okay, but I don't think he did not not want me to go. He did want me to go. Put the mic here. And plus, he couldn't get, get here anyway because he's not 25. Who's not 25? He's not 25? No. Oh, he couldn't rent the car? Right. Oh. But that's, that's not the reason why he took me. He took right. me because I said I want to come. So. Night. Well, I'm glad you're here. Good. But I'm I glad was, you went through hell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I have a question, and I need four people, at least four, no more than four, three or four, people to respond to this question. Who is God? Can I see the hands of four people that would like to respond to that? One, two, three. Can I get a four? Four. <laughs> okay, in the back with the hat, yeah. Who is God? Uh, God is the uh, being who created everything in this universe. Uh, he created all of us, you know, the animals of the land, animals of the sea, and then he created man. 
Okay. Yeah. Did you have your hand? Who? Oh, right here. Who is God? Um, God is good. It's light. It's where you. It's what. What you know. You're a part of it, so it's what you know when you're not in thoughts and here in the world. Um, so God is a energy that is just, um, yeah, that you know when you don't think. Okay. Did you know when what? When you don't think. It's good. Oh, God okay. Is good. It's right here. Who is God? So <clears throat> I had a thought that initially came to mind. So I'm going to tell you that one. And then the one that after thinking about it for a while that the answer is to me. First is he's the life giver and the question answerer. Because he gives life, you know, there's, there's, there's one entity that like takes life away and kills and steals from you and God is the one that gives life. And then he answers your questions too. When you have a question, you ask God. And then after thinking about it for a while, I would say, I have no idea. <laughs> That's the only answer. Huh? I cannot comprehend like God's mind, God's plans or anything. I can try and, I can try and figure it out. But I, I, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Right here. Who is God? Um, I'll do what he did. My first reaction was, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, after hearing the other responses, I would say, God is creator and he is love. Um, but when the other, when the woman spoke, uh, I started to think, what is he not? It was easier for me to answer what he is not than what he is to me. Um, I don't know, that word energy and all that, not, it just seems too high in the sky. Um, I guess I need God to be um, what I believe him to be, which is someone that I can image off of so that this can make sense. All of this can make some kind of sense. Uh, so I guess he would be who to look to to make some sense out of all of this. Oh, okay. Amazing. Uh, Joel wanted to respond. Then I wanted to go back to the four that responded. Who is God? I don't really have a new answer than what already has been said. Um, but spirit, light, love. Um, she had a, a great response. Um, a reflection of how you're supposed to live, so it's a mirror to how you're not living. But that's all I got. <laughs> everybody, look at everybody. I, I can read your mind. You're all thinking, who is God? <laughs> who is God? I, I can read your minds. What? Uh, um, let me go back. To, you want to respond to that, Raymond? That's why you're here? Okay. Who is God? To me, God is my heavenly father, and I must learn to love him with all my heart and my soul. Okay. And the young lady way in the back, I see you agreeing with that. Who is God? He is the great I am, the ancient of days, El Shaddai, Jehovah Rapha. 
He is um, the God above all gods, who is a jealous God, and he is available to us by the efficiency of prayer that he created, so we can speak or we could just think it, and he hears us. All right. This is your first time here? Yes. Welcome. Thank you. What's your name? Diana. Welcome, Diana. Um, so the young man first in the hat, how do you know that that is God? The things God, you said. He's the creator. How do you know? There's no other explanation. How do you know? How do I know? Well, I mean, man can't explain uh, creation. I mean, you know, like science always tries to explain things, but then they create they. Uh, correct themselves later on because they find new evidence and, the, and it's just a constant thing. And then God, God is eternal. How do you, you know? know? How do I know? I don't want to get into, like, I don't want to burn my brain up <laughs> trying to figure out everything, you know. God did everything. That's him. And that's it. These scientists, they, they you know, they, 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 they find new evidence and all that and then they just, you know. But how do you know what you, what you say is God? Uh, I guess the simplest explanation is there's no way any of this happened by chance. You know, like the theory of, evol of evolution. You know, I don't think we just have spawned out of, a, you know, some animal or something. No. And so how do you know what, how do you know what you said God is, who he is, is God? God is the creator, yeah. How do you know? How do I know? How do you know? Do I need to know? How do you... What? <laughs> I mean... Would you like to know? <laughs> what the... Uh, <laughs> so I mean, how do you know? Because we're living beings able to communicate in language. That's what separates us from the animals. And that's know, how we, you know who God is? Yeah, God created us, yes. How do you know? Well, we're a living example. I'm communicating with you. You're communicating with me. But the devil communicates. Well, yeah. Well, the devil will be separated himself from God. What? Right? Uh, uh, God threw him out. Well, he threw him out because he didn't want to be with God. He didn't want, you know, he thought he was better than but God. But that's right? how you know who God is? We're the living example. Okay. How of do his you... creation, yeah. All right, thank you. How do you know... How do you know that that's who God is? I know mm, because when I'm still. What? I, when I'm still. Who are you stealing? When I'm still. Oh, still. Yes, yeah, still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put black and stealing in the same word. <laughs> when I'm still, I. Um, I feel it. You feel it? I'm yeah. What does it feel like? It feels like peace. And it feels like vastness. And it feels like transcendence. That there is no body, no brain per se that can figure anything out. You just have to enjoy the ride. Okay. 
How do you know what you say is God? I said life giver because that's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible said? And that's what people say about God. So you know it because the Bible said it and people said it? Yeah, but... But how do you know they're that not I, lying? I, that I don't know. They could be making it up. Could right. Be lies, right? So that I don't know. I'm, that's... So you know because, because the Bible because, said it and the people said it. Yeah, because people said Has it. Has that and done you any good? Is it what? Has it done you personally any good to know that because somebody said it and the Bible says it? What good has that has done you? Oh, personally, not, not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I can know about something, but if I, right. I don't know it like personally in my own being, then it no. doesn't, doesn't help. Yeah. I said uh, question answer because when I've asked God questions before, he will answer sometimes. And sometimes he won't? Sometimes he won't. He doesn't feel like it sometimes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe Thank it's you. a wrong question or a bad yeah, question. Yeah, probably a bad question. Maybe I'm not supposed to get the answer. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. That's a bad question, but I ain't answering that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. How do you know what you said is God? Um, my first response is, was creator, so I think that everything goes through a process of creation, and at the beginning of all creation is a creator, so I just figure he's the beginning. Um, and then I think the rest is from the Bible. Um, I think it's from a collective of information that we've all agreed to that makes sense, and yeah, I think it's just from the Bible, what I've learned. That's why when I first came here, I was expecting a church, and this is <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> different. <"What> no? <laughs> so um, I think that there's an expectation of what uh, we've all collectively agreed. I've never in my entire life asked that question. So and Why not? I don't know. I don't know that, that I needed to to know or not know. I just had never asked myself that question. Yeah. Um, I think that there is this n understanding or thinking that uh, God has that revelation power. So if there's something that I was supposed to know, he would like reveal it to me. Um, but I've been looking for a sound or a voice that sounds like mine. I've yeah. been looking <laughs> for something that is like some man going, you know, speaking in a deep voice and just coming to me like what I've seen on television or something. Right. So I think that I've never heard that voice. Um, so I guess I've never asked the question. Nice. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? You never asked that question. It's interesting, but it's also really, I don't know why. I always get scared. <laughs> it's kind of scary. It's scary? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Nice. Joel, how do you know that that is God, what you said? Um, just from experiencing it when I see it, like when I see it within myself or when I catch it or when I'm in alignment or when I'm in Were you what? In like an alignment or You like, in alignment? I knew that was gonna be the like wrong word to say. I knew it was gonna be the wrong word. You just said alignment. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> look like you said when I'm in alignment. Connected, connected. Connected. So, like, if oh, I get a revelation, or, God. yeah. Oh. So, like, a revelation, or I understand something. Don't be trying to use a big word. You black. <laughs> you black. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, when I it, mostly when I see, I know it to be true because I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've seen it within myself, or 
you know, when you do get revelations or, you know, it starts to make sense and then you just see it for yourself and then you observe it, then you connect the dots when other things happen and then you just, you under, you start to learn and understand who God is more and okay. more over time. All right. Raymond, how do you know that's who God is, what you said? Because I can see that is the, that is the truth. Like, if a person has <clears throat> has the ability to see that one plus one is two and never doubts that neither uh, that the same person should never uh, doubt that truth like they say we should um, should have the faith of the child when approaching our father amazing okay the young lady how do you know what you said is god because as uh brother raymond said He's quoting the Bible, and the names I used are from the Bible, and the Bible is the, the workbook for our lives. And so I know that he is Alpha and Omega. I know that he is El Shaddai. I know these things because I know the word. I'm no expert, but I go to the word generally when there's a problem. <laughs> but I, over years, I've come to know who he is. And my life, um, once I believed in him, just like Brother talked about, one and one is two, or we have faith that when we go to a, once I heard that if uh, you have faith to go to a light switch and turn on the light and know that the light's going to go on, just like Brother Raymond said, you have to come as a child, empty and don't know, and God will give you the knowledge when we read the Bible. And do you have perfect peace? When I lean into the Lord, yes. When I don't? Do you have perfect peace? When I lean into the Lord. <laughs> when you what? When I lean into the Lord. When you lean into him? Yes. So do you have perfect peace? I can. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do, do you have it? I have. I'm not sure how you mean it. And I know that you're, this is, you're, you know, you're. Making, I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure what you mean exactly. Do. Yeah. You have perfect peace. I would say, I would say that I do because my life was changed when I became a believer. And so what do you, so sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't, or do you have it all in a way? I have, I know it, and I have it because, because I know the Lord and the Lord has. Do you have it at it. all times? I can, I, I am human and flawed. And I tap into what I know to be the truth when I get uh, distracted. And do you have it all the time? No. So it comes and go? It's, the Lord doesn't come and go. My ability the, to think. The, the, the perfect hand. peace come and go? Yes, I would say yes. So you go in and out of hell? I don't think it's hell, but I go in and out. I get distracted. Distraction is not hell? No, because I don't tarry too long. Oh, you just tarry a little bit in hell? No, I see it. <laughs> I see it, and I snap back. Okay, nice. Um, I think I saw one other hand. Francisco, you want to respond? Who is God? I, I don't really know. Uh, I used to, uh, I was raised believing Jesus Christ was God, and so, uh, and so I'm barely understanding that, so... Um, it's kind of a so mystery. you don't know who he is, um, kind of, 
but not Kinda. not not inside. No, you no. know him outside. Yeah. What does that What does that mean? Like everybody else. So I, I need uh, a joint. Alpha, <laughs> alpha. He's what? the alpha now? and omega. He's the creator of all. The beginning, the last. So that's you know, how that's, you know him. Yeah. And how do you know that that's him? I said I don't. Oh, you don't. I said. Did you think I you did know way. before right now? I did. I, I thought about this. Yeah. Why are you doubting it now? No, no, no. I did not know God. I thought I knew God. Up until now, you thought you knew? No, I've known this, you know, this part right here I've known because I used to worship Jesus Christ as God, you know, the Trinity, thing, things like that. I used to think that. And so uh, I've had to give that up because obviously, you know, I've discovered that's not true. And so I'm kind of understanding that Jesus the, he's like the father you see him but I'm so talking I'm about not that. Jesus God who is God I don't know oh, okay amazing this young man in black shirt want to respond who is God who is God who is God um, I'm unsure but I mean um, there's definitely a presence that you feel when you're doing something that's uh, I guess morally uplifting. Uh, somebody told me a while ago, you know, um, they're talking about music in the same way that music can bring you up and bring you down in the tones and um, the sounds that you hear. I think it's the same way with our moral actions. And when we do complete our moral actions that do fulfill us, I think that brings us closer to God. Amazing. Okay. Did you have your hand about who is God? Okay. And then we'll move on. Who is God? So he must, God must be a lot like my dad, like my dad, my father, because my father does a lot of things that I would assume God does for me. Like, for example, my dad says that he'll give me any, everything I want, like anything I want, like anything I need or want, excuse me, want. I don't have to ask. Um, he, like, he, you know, he might be in a weak state, but I think that God's the person who sent, God's the thing or person that sent my father for me. Okay. To, you know, represent that in my life. And then oh. my dad's like a representative of God. So it's a lot like my dad. Like, I'm, if you want to know who God is, you look at my dad, it's pretty close. Okay. Amazing. So before I want to, before I respond to that, I want to deal with last week's biblical question first, because I think it's kind of all fits in. But first, let me ask, and this is fellowship, so it's not a test. You don't get an A or a B or a C. It's just plain old fellowship, all right? What do you think about what you heard about who God is in the room today? Um, it sounds like a lot. Sounds like no one's sure. I'm sorry? It sounds like nobody is really sure. And why does it sound that way? Uh, I just feel like everybody's kind of listening to thoughts. Like, oh, he's this and he's that. And then people, uh, they go off by the Bible, what the Bible said. But they don't really know because they know. Oh, okay. How does it sound to you, Sean, what you've heard today as a listener? Um, I really liked uh, 
his answer. And do I hear the man it? In the, in the white, yeah, because um, it was similar to a, how I was thinking about it. What were you thinking? I was thinking, um, you know, to refer to God as the Father is the only way that I can think of God, is to refer to him as the Father, and that brings to mind my own, my own Father. So um, I think to think of him in any other way would be, I don't know, I almost want to say inaccurate, but... Um, when you start looking at the world and you start looking within and you start feeling, by you, I mean me, when I start feeling that everything is exactly as it should be, um, there's only one person who really made it that way, which is my own father or the father above, so. And so you agree with him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody else you uh, thought were crazy? Oh, no. I mean, we, we've all been there. <laughs> no judgment. Uh, no judgment here. We've all been there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, man, I hate to do that, but we got to go to hate for this, too. <laughs> the hate report. So, Jane, what were you thinking, listening to who is God? I was thinking that it, um, it's interesting because the answers come from where people are in their life. In that if they're in a if they're in a mindset of pondering like life as they as they see it you'll hear answers like his reality which i don't know if anybody actually said that exactly and then um those of us who are like raised really really christian will give really christian answers because that's what we believe in so and yet, um, I sort of agree that nobody really convinced me that they knew. So do you know who he is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> no, I, no I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry? I do not know. Did you think you knew before now? <laughs> uh, I'll sometimes reference him like I know, but I kind of know that I don't know. But sometimes if I get up on my high horse, I will. Or if there's something that I, that I am pretty sure that I know to be true about life or about God, I will make assertions. And I feel like I do know some of that stuff. Oh, okay. If that makes any sense. It didn't, but okay. Nice. Um... <laughs> Before we get more to that, I want to ask the biblical question of last week. Start with the young man in the black shirt in the back. Um, the biblical question of last week was, what is real reality? What is real reality? And you say? Uh, that which can be perceived without the mind's thoughts running through. That which can be perceived without the mind thought running through. Interesting. And why do you say that? Because when I've personally experienced that stillness of mind, uh, the very texture of what I perceive as a different experience that comes with it. Okay. Amazing. Um, right here, what is real reality? 
Well, I vacillated with this question, and I thought about the fact, well, the first thought that came to mind is that reality doesn't exist. It's another made-up word, like racism and all of the, the other isms and yada yada. And then I thought it's, my second thought that came was it's that, it's that place we're in when we're completely present, which I don't know anyone who's mastered being present 24 hours a day, seven days a week, without that, you know, going into their thoughts. Okay. So that brings me back to the original answer, which is I don't believe it, it exists. You don't believe that real reality exists? I don't. I, I think, I believe that everything is an illusion. And I have this, my journey on this path that I'm currently on to corroborate that. Because everything I thought was true, even the God question, I don't, I don't believe we have the capacity to understand who God is. I don't think anyone knows who God is. I don't believe that our brains can even conceive of who he is. Okay. So I believe that everything is an illusion, nothing is real, and the best thing we can do to get some semblance of what reality is, is to stay present and do the silent prayer. And maybe we'll get some glimpse of it, but I don't believe that it's a, a thing that we'll ever really know. Amazing. What are you thinking about? You look puzzled. Your questions are interesting. Amazing. Mm -hmm. In what way interesting? Um, they're very simple and yet heavy to, to think about. Because sometimes nothing comes to mind. It's more of an I don't know. Um, because why, why reference to real reality? Is there, is there some uh, opposing uh, idea that would help you arrive at that answer? Like is there a, a fake reality, uh, a not real reality as opposed to a real reality? Um, so I guess to me, um, uh, again, Are you guys this, having fun with this? Yeah. This is so much fun, huh? Yeah. There's nothing like working all your life. There's nothing better than that. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it does pose <laughs> the question that requires you to go within. I guess for me, I get really scared because I don't like going within. Yeah. Um, which is so strange because I live in this body 24 hours a day. You know, I live with myself 24 hours a day. Um, but, you know, I, I guess maybe I, as an adult, I've picked and choose what I like to do. And going within is the least thing that I like to do. So <laughs> I understand. Yeah. But what I want you to know is that that's not you that is afraid to go within. That's that thing that lives inside of you. It doesn't want you to see that it's not you. And so it trembles at the idea that you would possibly look within. Because in order to see the light of God would shine on the darkness and it have to leave you. But because you've been identified with the thrills and the thoughts for so long, it feels like it's you, but it's not. 
So it's not you that's afraid to look within. It's the spirit of evil. Got it. And it doesn't want any human being to look within. It wants you to do everything but look within. It wants you to read the Bible. It wants you to hoop and holler. It wants you to party. It wants you to overreact. It wants you to sing and dance. It wants you to be mad. It wants you to be glad. It wants you to be afraid. Anything but look within. It doesn't want you. So it's not you that, that's feeling the fear at all. But uh, So are those emotions real? Because this is one of the reasons I don't like coming here. It's because I get <laughs> emotional. <laughs> I, I don't get so like so emotional, <laughs> baby. Yeah. So are they real? Are those emotions real? Or is that just a manifestation? You feel them real, but they're not real. Heard. You do feel them in your body, but they're not real. Heard. And 100% sure they're not you. So strange. Okay. I have no doubt. 100% they're not you. Got it. It just feels like you because you feel it in your flesh, in your body. So is it reference to those people that say I have like multiple personalities? Is there something within that is not me that's living within? You got multiple demons living inside of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. Right? There are so many demons inside of us. It's not even funny. And the more you dig one out, there's another one. And there's another one over there. There's, I'm like, what the? The deeper you go through hell on your way to heaven, you're running into demons. I think that's why you said to stick with it. You always say that, like almost in three. Stick with it, stick with it, stick with yes. it. Yes. Because one Sunday, probably about a month ago, I felt like I had reached this place. <laughs> and I don't know why I did that. Because as oh, soon as I felt that, it was gone. I rest my I case. mean, gone. <laughs> yeah. Never, ever, ever, ever assume you reached a place. That's what the devil wants you to do. Never assume it. Okay. When the thought comes, oh, I don't have any, any emotions today. I'm not afraid. Let that pass. Okay. Because that's a lie from the devil. Okay. When you become free, there's no thinking at all. Zero thinking. You live without thinking. Adam and his father had a relationship without thinking. Hmm. So next time, you, and you will if you stay with it, you're going to get there. And there will be times where you won't have thoughts. But if you have a thought about not having thoughts, then you're back into thoughts. Mm, okay. That makes sense? Yes. Are you doing the silent prayer every morning every night? I am now. I'm sorry? When I, I am now because I, I really kind of was like willy-nilly with it. Yeah. But then when I reached that place and then I lost it again, I was like, oh, no, no, no. That was like a trick. And so I was yeah. like, I'm not going to let myself <laughs> get tricked again. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, I do. Amazing. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Got it. <laughs> Ain't no way I want to go back to hell. Hell is rough. But anyway, I see your hands. Oh, here. Let me take here first. I saw her hand first. What did I see your hand? What is real reality? <clears throat> real reality. Well, my biblical answer is like was that things that like withstand the test of time. 
things that will withstand test of time? What do you mean by that? Like things that last forever. Things that last forever, like what? Mm. Beethoven? I don't know. Beethoven? <laughs> I don't Where know. Where is Beethoven now? <laughs> no, like his music, symphonies. <laughs> well, I don't you know. did. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare. You did. I don't know. Or things like. Um, You're not naming anyone that lasts forever. No, I'm saying their work. Oh, the work. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then how she was saying the. Um, I wanted to respond how she was saying, is there fake reality? Because um, I've heard people say, like, you make your own reality. So I feel like perception is a big factor in that. You know, if you're not grateful, things like that. No one makes their own reality. But pers you have a different perspective. No one makes their own reality, and no one has a different perspective. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> and then also... We are incapable of doing anything, so how can we make our own reality? No, you can understand things to gain a perspective, like no. um, fellowship. What? Like fellowship, um, edifying. We are not even capable of understanding anything. That's how dumb we are. Human beings are dumb as a rock. A rock is smarter than a human being because it stays there until you move it. <laughs> but I just wanted to mention to her um, that I saw an older video of yours that I really liked. It was like maybe a man on the street thing where you're talking about reality and then um, you're saying how, you know, that building's not real. You can tear it down. You can bulldoze it down. Yeah. So I thought that was, you know. Okay. The young man in front of you then here. What is real reality? Um, real reality is something that you, like you said, we can't understand. We can only be able to understand real reality if we're able to understand ourselves, which is really hard because the path is narrow. But um, real reality, if I, if I want to try to think about what it is, is something that affects all of us all at once, something that's undeniable, something that we can all agree upon. And even that may be a lie because everything like she said is an illusion well that's what i believe that's illusion okay so i don't i don't think real reality is a such thing okay interesting the young lady then the young man what is real reality did you think about this question this week i did okay um and I, I saw a lot this week as it pertains to that, including one of your uh, old services that aired on Friday or Saturday that was talking about, which is kind of correlated into this in the first question, which made me think of a whole lot of other things. I know I'm going to get to the point. <laughs> the devil is really trying to not let me talk because I, I feel like I saw a lot this week and I can see my thoughts like, like, can you give me a short, quick yeah. example of what you saw this week? Um, well, I saw this biblical question, like, <clears throat> I don't think there's really words to, other than a spiritual battle. But what I mean by that is, like, 
the more I watch myself and the more I'm, you know, I had an experience this week that was pretty elevated and pretty off guard around somebody pretty prominent. And I was able to watch all of my thoughts through that process. And what I could really see was how much, like, I could see my body shaking and see that that wasn't even really real. And Why I just were you kept, shaking? Because I, I, I felt that emotion of excitement. Oh, to be around that person? Yeah. Oh, and I then I, but I also saw in this person their, their spirit of, like, really walking with God and how calm they were. And then I could also see the spirit around this person that was very dark, you know, and I really kind of couldn't take it all in until I got home later and started reflecting on it. And then as I started looking at myself and how it pertains to, you know, I hate even using a label as an artist because I don't even really relate to myself like that anymore. But in the process of making something and watching other artists make things, I'm like asking myself, like, what is this that's coming out of me? Is this, you know, I always had this idea to be this like mad crazy artist and like look at all this stuff I'm making and as I watch some people do that I'm like is like what is this possession and I had I had a deadline for myself today which is neither here nor there but it really allowed me an opportunity to give it all up and just say I don't know and the only way I'm gonna see is if I stay present and I had to keep like taking my thoughts and ideas and chucking them off the table and so like as I look at this whole week from the question to this thing that I watched the other day of you and you know I don't know God because I haven't really fully come to grips with the fact that he is going to fight my battles within all of this stuff that I'm seeing all this why is it hard to come to grips about that because I've I've allowed the world to train myself that like I can do it. I am hard, uh, you know, like yeah. all the songs that I know, you know, like it's all about suiting up, showing up, fighting the thing, stands. I mean, it's we're you can't get away from it. The world is just So it's hard for you to get off the battlefield? I don't think it I don't I, I hard isn't even the right word. It's hard for me to even use words anymore cuz it's like <laughs> there's so much context attached to it all, but I guess what I'm saying is like I can I, as I see it I'm like willing to give up more and more words or you know preconceived notions or ideas and I, I don't think it's hard I think it's becoming easier quite frankly because okay. the, the more that I see it and the more that I'm really just present it is I can I can see like God's already made a way and I don't need to be doing all this. And yeah. it starts to feel lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. And so what is real reality? I know. Well, I, just, <laughs> I really went around the bush on that. Yeah. Um, you went around the Marbury bush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, real reality is, is spirit. And I, I am just kind of coming to know that now. Okay. It's spirit? Yeah. The good or evil spirit? It's both. Both, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, sir. You had your hand, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um man, all these all these answers are just like blowing my mind because I thought I used to think real reality is like perception, what you make it. 
And I would think the real reality is also like just God, God controls everything. And then I would think, I, th I would think a lot of things. Uh, and then, so this week I really thought about it and I was thinking, I'm like, oh, well, real reality is like when you're out of like the, you know, that, that fallen state, but then I'm like, I don't even know anymore. So, but I, my, my, I think my answer is, uh, is really like, like when I was walking in here, just like being thoughtless and just present and just paying attention and just like watching and just doing, like not having an opinion, trying to like strip the ego, not trying to think about seeing people on the street, like have a thought about them or thought about yourself or like having nervousness, all those things. Like even I was going through right now before my answer, I was kind of nervous and I'm noticing like, like before I thought I was like, I never felt these things and now I do. Cause I realize I see that like, oh man, like my ego is, I see it now. Before I just thought it was me. So real reality to me is just being present and thoughtless. I, that's what I would say. Okay. How many people used to or think that you create your own, what was it, perception? Yeah. Is that what you said earlier? You, I've just seen online, you know, like, oh, you create No, but what would that word you use? Perspective. Oh, you, perspective. Oh, you create your own perspective. Well, I was just saying, as you understand things, coming here, I've had a different perspective. I'm a lot more grateful, right. et cetera. How many people believe you create your own perspective? Before I said that. Is it Let me see your hand. What did you say? Oh, how, how many people believed before now that you create your own perception? You believed it? And how did you create your own perception? Um, in the past, I thought that since I'd have certain opinions about, excuse me, <laughs> since there's a spirit in me that had certain opinions about things, and there's a spirit that I had, that, excuse me, that was inside of me that gave me emotions about things, um, had emotions about things. I thought, uh, I, you know, I thought that that was what, oh, I thought that was me. And I thought that that was me doing it. Oh, okay. But that wasn't me doing it. And then that wasn't even what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so only one other person, other ladies who thought that you would create your own perception. Oh, okay. I also thought it because I was believing my thoughts. Like I would, really just go with what is happening in my mind, that story, that animation, that film, that music, that uh, warning, desires, non-desires, uh, frustrations. I would believe that that was really truly happening and oh, I would okay. just believe the thought. Okay. And you said you believe you did at one time? Created your own perception? Yeah. And how did you do it? Uh, how did I create my own perception? Yeah. Um, it's just, I guess, thinking that uh, you're different from everybody else and that you're not the same as everybody else. And then you, you put yourself into, I guess, your own box, believing your own ideas or what you think are your own ideas, yeah. what you perceive to be um, what you like to believe, but um that's challenged that's been challenged now like after hearing what um you said have you realized that you're not everybody's the same everybody has the same problem yes 
Yes. Same all around the world. Same. Exactly. Different situations sometimes, but the same problem. Mm -hmm. Nobody's different. Isn't exactly. that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> what a mess, huh? Yes, Nick. No. What is real reality? Um, you, you said, someone here said that it's what you perceive when there's no thoughts, something like that. And I'd say it's something like, I'd say it's what is, what is, despite there, be, despite there being anyone to think about it. What I'm saying is, um, the reason everyone's saying, some people are saying that reality is when you have no thoughts is because reality, like you were saying, when you saw the person on the street and you thought about the person on the street, in real reality, that person, there's a person on the street and then there's what you think about it. So real reality is what is, whether there's an observer or not. Who said that? Oh, you see you want to stick to that? <laughs> no, man. I do. Yeah, I do. No, man. So I don't want to say what you said. Like it. Free English. Uh -huh. Like even he said, like you said, person on the street. He said person on the street. Even those words, person and street. There is a person. There is a street. But then there's like the words I give it. And that's real reality? No. Real reality is what it is, whether I think about it or not. Oh. So real reality is whether you think about it or not. Real reality is just reality. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the anchor, baby. Now you see why, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Alexis told me to take the mic away from you real fast. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to stick to that? I have nothing else. Oh, okay. Hold on tight. <laughs> now I'm playing. Uh, the young man in the brown jacket had his hand. And you say? Oh, yeah. This and again, is this is fellowship. There's no wrong or right answer. Yeah, this is for the, the previous question. Can you create your own perception? Right. And I would say yes. And how do you do it? If you look at somebody in a coma, what reality are they in? Are they in their present reality that we look at them in the hospital bed, or are they, or are they in a different reality? When we dream at night, that seems very real. If we were to create a, a video game that's realistic and we had the headset on for the video game all day, would that be our new reality? So I think in these ways. So that's how you, that's how you create your own reality? Perception? Yeah, that's how perception and So where be. did you get the word coma from? Coma, where did I get it from? You said, you said if you saw somebody in a, a coma, right? Yeah. That would be the real reality, right? Yeah. And how would that be real? It's a state of mind. One's perception. But a lot of people that, some people that are in a coma, not even there anymore, they have left the body, you just don't know it. Would that be a good perception that you created? Well, even if you don't, even if you say that the person's brain dead, we, have, we all have an experience every night when we enter a different reality in our dream state. But. Who we, who we go to sleep at night, Yeah, we have a different reality? Right. And do you create that? I would say so. While you're sleeping? 
I think so. How, how do you do it? And you could be right, but how do you do it while you're sleeping? The mind creates it. So if the mind is created, it's not you. Well, that's a, that's a deep philosophical question. Um, right? If the mind is, is doing it, it's not you, right? Or am I wrong? Uh, yeah, you could say it's not me. You could say it's So I'm, you're still I'm not creating your own perception. If the mind is doing it, it's not you. Right, but how we're perceiving how we're perceiving reality we're we're trying to communicate it with our minds with our intelligence a big just, mistake right That's just what like the problem is. just like you asked the question who is god <laughs> well in order to answer that question i have to use my mind i have to use the english language i have to use my tongue to communicate it interesting that's deep um Don't want to respond to your answer. In order to do it, you got to use your mind. You have to communicate to say who God is. I didn't realize I wanted to answer, but. <laughs> this is so much fun, huh? I will encourage you every moment to work on your life. You, you know, do your practical things to go to work, eat food. But work on your life every moment. This is what God wants you to do. He wants you to always work on your life. Be present with him. But anyway, go ahead. What part of his answer did you want me to answer? He said that, oh, I forgot now. He had to use his mind. His Oh, his, in order to answer the question about who God is, who is God, you have to use your mind and words oh. to say who God is. I don't know how to answer that. Well, who what is I God? Would, who is God? Yeah, I heard. And this is not a test, y'all. It's just a fellowship. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard all the answers, and my thoughts were this, the same. Alpha and Omega. I told jo Joel that. Um, what does Alpha and Omega mean? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that I learned in, from the Bible, right? It's, it's it, one of those it, things. In the Bible, me before and after. Yeah. Stuff like that. So. My thoughts were all the same. It's all the stuff that I had heard as, you know, a kid growing up. Um, so I don't know necessarily who God is. What I, I guess what I would say, um, when I was a kid, I jumped off the high dive into the pool, right? I was about four or five. I remember it to this day. And I just remember not knowing what to do and just being just as calm. I was just calm, but I could just see all the bubbles and people swimming. And the next thing I know, I was up on the deck and somehow that was, I mean, that if you could, if I could use the word savior, that was God saving me. Okay. Have to Did use you know before today, you didn't know who God was? I don't know that I've ever thought about it in too many ways, except I do, I've always thought about it for that. And there was a couple other things that happened in my life that I thought he saved me from, in a way. Um, 
but most of it was all the stuff that I had learned growing up. It's the stuff I read in the Bible or heard somebody tell me or, you know. And when you read it in the Bible, did you think you knew it? Absolutely. And why did you think that? I mean, in some instances, some of it I just don't, you know, some of well, it I and, can't and translate. The stuff that you think you knew, why did you think you knew it? Because I read it. <laughs> no, you know, when you read something and, you, and it kind of makes sense, you, I had a tendency to just believe it. Oh, okay. Amazing. I, I saw some hands. Yes, Raymond. And then I want to talk to the young lady way in the back. Real reality is the moment. Is, and we must always... This is what? Is the moment. What moment? The moment that we are aware of. Okay. Like I said earlier, the, uh, it's easy to, uh, easy to teach that one and one is two. But, um, but only those who are aware can see that truth. As Eleanor Roosevelt once said it. Where's yeah, Eleanor now? Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay. <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> as I was saying, Eleanor Roosevelt said... Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That is why we call it the present. Okay. Because that's what we, and that's where we must be aware of. The and present. where is Eleanor now? Like everything else, she's passed. <laughs> nice. Uh, the young lady in the back, what do you think about what you've heard? People have ideas based on their reality, <laughs> who God is. So. People have ideas based on their reality? Yeah, their understanding, their perception. Okay. Amazing. So, hey, I know you want to put in on this. What is real reality? Um. It's, I agree with the anchor baby that it's what is regardless of what we think or see. And I think it's different from anything that we, I think it's different from what, under, what understanding that we'll ever have. What do you mean by that? We may, as we get older, hopefully we get wiser and we become closer to reality. But I don't think that we'll know fully what real reality is. And why do you think that? The Bible says that <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that we know imperfectly, but then, and I'm not sure what when then is, we will know completely and perfectly. Re repeat that? The Bible says we know only in part right now. We only know imperfectly. And then later we will know everything. And where would that be? I don't know when it, what it means, uh, that part. You don't know when later we will know everything? Right, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you, and tell me what is real reality again? It's not what we think. That's all I know that it's. It's what Nick said? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Nick made sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you laughing at <laughs> I laugh because it's true. There's two of them. Uh oh. 
but it sounds silly also. That's <laughs> the reason I laugh. Wouldn't they say it sounds silly, Andrew? No, what, what I'm saying sounds silly, but it's also true. <laughs> <laughs> the devil, this, this, I heard this Jesus say that the devil hated where you laugh. Isn't that right, Sean? Right. The devil hated where you laugh. I saw it in this movie, the, uh, what's that movie? Pope's Exorcist. Oh, Pope's yeah. The devil hates jokes. Yeah, the devil hate them. Um, I saw another hand. Yes, sir. Uh, you asked about what's real reality? Yes. Real reality is not believing the world because the world is of Satan and Satan is of lies. So that's uh, real reality, not believing the world. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you're not going to ask me how, why or how? Let me see, like, let him, tell me to ask you why. He's going to ask mean, you I mean, why. I'm just saying, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> to, to me, you know, uh, real reality is not believing the world. Okay. Because the world is of lies. The world is of Satan. So Satan's lies. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay, three more hands. Let me take here first, here, and there. And then I put my little two cents in. I can't believe how fast this time going. Yes. So um, I pondered. Are you referring to real reality? Real reality. What is real reality? I pondered the question and all week long my answer kept changing. And now that I'm here and I'm listening to everybody, my answer has changed again. Amazing. So I'm, <laughs> I don't know if I'm firm about it, but I think uh, real, real reality is the awareness of God God is the truth and the light, and that is real reality. It's and how spirit. do you know that? Um, I know, and if you would say, what was the question you asked first? Who is, God? Oh, Who is God? Who is God? So for me, God is the Father, the creator of all. And when I was younger, I literally called out, like I literally questioned it. I said, if you're, I was in a place of like depression, despair, crying, I had lost my best friend. And the pain was so intense for me and nobody could help me and I was alone. And after three days of just being depressed, not even getting up to take a shower or anything, I finally got in the tub and I was still crying and I was like, God, if you're real, if you're real, show, show me. And it was a spiritual uh, event that happened to me where in the moment that I cried out and said, show me if you're really real, he revealed himself to me in a spiritual way, not what, in a voice, not in a physical thing. Oh, I just, um, I lifted up out of the bathtub and I started pouring water over my head and every time I poured water over my head, which is something that I didn't normally do taking a bath, I felt cleansed and the tears dried up and by the time I got out of the tub, I, knew, I felt a presence, a spiritual presence and I knew that it was okay. I wasn't crying anymore. Well, you I wasn't you depressed anymore. Like, like this? No, I was up? like laying down, like, oh. like lifted up, like sat up. No, 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 not lifted up, like in a physical way. No, 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 no. Not Did in a physical way. Anybody think he came up like this? I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> that's the poltergeist movie, but no. Not in a physical way. I just sat up, but oh, okay. also lifted up, like 
something in my spirit released the pain. It was gone. And I knew that that was God. Okay. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to quickly add, I've already answered the question, right. but something he said, um, I found interesting how he said that um, it's not believing the world or something to that effect, not buying into the world. However, the same applies to the church, because I remember being plugged into a church yeah. where it was all based on you're crying or you're speaking in another tongue or you're falling to the floor or whatever, and that's supposed to be the expression of God's presence when really I look back on that moment and it was all demonic. It was all Satan. It, there was nothing godly about any of that. So the same applies to the church, which is why I go back to my original answer. There is no reality. Okay. Amazing. Uh, yes, Doug. You mentioned that God and Adam had a relationship without thought. Without thought. Yeah. So I would say real reality is void of thought. Yeah. Whatever in that moment, in any given moment, it's, it's void of thought. Okay. Because once we start thinking, we, have, we, we come up with our perceptions. Mm -hmm. we, we make our own perceptions. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. That, the devil made me do that. <laughs> yes, Alex. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Um, the only thing that makes sense to me as far as real reality... Speak up so they can hear you in the back. The only thing that makes sense to me as far as how real reality is, it's the thing that's right in front of you. It's the next thing to do. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people across the room talk about how they don't really know what real reality is. I just can't help but think that God would want to keep reality from us. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. And the only thing that makes sense to me is the next thing to do, the thing that's right in front of you. Okay. That's it. Interesting. The young lady, I saw your hand and then here. Yeah, did I see your hand? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a question um, to this. What is real reality? And I don't know why this came to me. It's crazy. I don't even know if I like it, but this is what it's, I don't know. It's not a feeling. Could it be that real reality is like a computer, a data, zero and ones? Is it possible that real reality is a series of events, moments, things that are either good or evil, um, and those being the zeros and the ones? Interesting. It is interesting. I don't. Yeah. I, I, for me, I don't really like the answer because it's still. It I mean, the question because it feels very cold. Um, it feels like I don't get to have my emotions in that. I don't get to have my feelings, which I like to take with me everywhere I go. Um, <laughs> So for me, because what raised that, that answer or that possibility is because um, I was thinking if there is good and evil, then is there room for good thoughts, bad thoughts, or evil thoughts, good things, evil things? So then it, it shifted everything and everything became this zero, zeros or ones, good or evil. Um, so for me, Again, I, because I don't get to bring my emotions, I don't necessarily know that I like it, but is it possible, could it be a possibility that, that real reality is those moments or those things that either fall into that or that? 
interesting. I put my two cents in. I saw a couple of people want to respond. Why do you think that it's cold not to be into your emotions? Because I feel like, because I, it's a connection. It's a physiological connection to, to the body. The mind to the body is through your feelings. Right. And are you your mind, body, and feelings? I feel like if I say no, then what did God do all that for? Like he was saying about the mind. All, no, yeah. Why have a mind? Why did God give us the mind to not develop and to intellect, to be intellectual and to learn? Why would, it's almost like he would give it to us, what, to waste it? He could have just left, left this empty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like God is he a wasteful He want you God. to have an empty mind. But why give a mind to be empty? He didn't give you a mind. The mind came as a result of the fall. Well, then why not give us a mind? Why can't we have the mind? I think that the mind does amazing things. You have a brain, and the brain does amazing things. It makes the body function. It makes you run and jump high. It, it makes you lift weight. It makes you overeat. It makes you undereat. It, it makes you compensate one another and blah, blah, blah. That's the function of the brain. But the mind did not come from God. And when you say that with those simple That's why he said bring your whole mind into, into captivity. He doesn't want you thinking about it at all. But when you say that, it almost makes it seem like it's very um, Neanderthal, very like caveman-ish. Like we're just like in a cave and like we're not learning anything. We're not growing. We're right. not progressing. That's interesting. Have you noticed that people with a mind are in a cave? And they're very Neanderthal, and they act like animals, and they hate one another, and they judge one another, and they get emotional because they are in the mind, in a cave, and they're going around and around in a circle, acting like Neanderthals. A heart surgeon with a master's in being able to save someone's life doesn't feel or seem very Neanderthal to me. But he is. He just learned to do surgery, but he lives in his imagination too. Inwardly, he's in a cave. And as soon as he get, he sew your body back up, he go in his corner and cry. He's only feeling good while he's doing the surgery, but as soon as he put the knife down, reality sets in. He's miserable. Which you'll answer soon, which is what is reality, real reality. Right. Okay. But uh, I understand what you're saying because every human being connected to their emotional stuff, they have identified with it, and they truly believe that it's them. And that's why it's so hard to die spiritually so you can live spiritually. Die from the old nature because it feels like you're dying. But why the, would Satan trick us through that? Because he's, he's a liar. He's a deceiver. He wants to control you. He wants your soul. Through making us feel like we're in control? Yes. Oh. That's why That's he's tricky. called the deceiver. That is tricky. But has someone told you when you were a kid, you know what? Don't get angry. Don't overreact. Those are not your feelings. That's not you. You would have never identified with him. And you were growing up free. Instead of living in his cage. Hmm. 
but no one told you, and then the world told you that your feelings are you. It's good to have feelings. It's good to be angry. Anger is good. Jesus was angry. They gave you everything to keep you in hell. But I've, I've raised this before, and I don't know why I'm going back in a circle, but when I first got here, when you started to introduce an, a, a life with no feelings, I was like, that's a sociopath. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a psychopath. And the psychopath, sociopath, is the one with feelings. If you weren't into feeling, you would never commit a crime. I remember. Okay. Amazing, huh? Yeah. But is. the devil have tricked you to make you think you are your thoughts and your body and your feelings, and you're not. Okay. I know that for a fact that you're not. That's not even a, a doubt now. We are not our mind. We're not our bodies. We're not our feelings. Emotions are evil. Okay. What? It's heavy. It's stressful. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Because you have to detach. And someone like me that has lived my life very attached to my feelings. They are what keep what I think keeps keeps me safe. Keeps me able to survive this whole experience. It's scary. Yeah, I understand. You're right. But it's not keeping you safe. It's destroying you. But you call it safety. People love it their keeps... misery. People love their hell, and they call it heaven. Isn't that amazing? You're right. It keeps me in a cave. It keeps yeah. me reinforced. You yes. can't get to me because I'm going to find an emotion or a feeling that will alert me to something, and it will keep you out and me in. Yes. That's interesting. That's deep. It is. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you to stay with it. You're on your way. Just stay there. And you're going to get deeper and deeper into hell. But on other, you got to go through hell to get to heaven. But what if I don't want anyone in and I don't want to get out? What is that? I feel like this is a movie. <laughs> this feels like a movie. And what if you don't want what now? What if I don't want to get out? What if I am so attached to this place that seems so safe, but I do, but I don't, but I do. Yeah. Like I don't. I want to be in the space where you're talking about, but I don't want to give up what keeps me, what I feel keeps me safe. Most people don't want to get out of their hell. They want to stay in this far sense of safety, right? right? A few do want to get out. And that's your battle. You want to get out. If you didn't want it, you wouldn't be here today. But I have to give up those, those emotions. I have to give yeah. up those things. Right. And it just feels like... When I realized that those are that's how I could keep myself safe, it feels like you're like a kid and you found a treasure. So you're almost asking me to give up what feels like a treasure. I wanted you, I, I'm, I'm encouraging you to give up the fake treasure in order to receive the true treasure. Oh, and that's because so crazy. That's, because, because I would really think that you're deceiving me. <laughs> I'm like, you feel like a game show host is trying to get me to pick the box that doesn't have anything in it. Right, and that's what I want you to do. You want the empty glass. Got it. Absolutely. And again, I want you to know, if you didn't want it, you wouldn't be listening to me at all, and you would not be here. You keep coming back because you do want it, but this thing inside of you that you have identified with does not want it, but you think it's you that want it, but you don't want it. You want it, but you don't want it. The real you want it. Mm. You want to return to the Father. 
Otherwise, you would have given me the finger the first Sunday you came, and I would not have seen you since. <laughs> and anymore. this is why it starts to feel, this moment starts to feel unreal. Like we're talking about reality, but in, in this conversation, I'm questioning, like, is this, am I really sitting here? Is this real? <laughs> and it's crazy. Like, it's literally crazy to yeah. think that, because I know I'm here. I drove here. And, and you were... <laughs> <laughs> That's how crazy it is. I know it seems no, stupid. No, you're right. I know what you mean. But so you were thinking that in your head right now? Absolutely. You were talking to yourself? Yes. I didn't see you moving your lips. <laughs> Who was talking? Uh, it, I feel like it was me. But it wasn't you. Got it. I, 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 I didn't see your lips moving. It sounded like me. Right. That's what the devil does. It has all of my characteristics. You have all of its characteristics. Wow. It doesn't have yours at all. Because the real you is here, but you're down here, and you have all of the devil's characteristics. And that's what you want to overcome. Heard. You want to die from all those identities. Got it. And ideas. Got it. You just think that is you. I want you to remember that. You think that is you. Even if you have to remind yourself, that's not me. That's not me thinking, where did that thought come from? Where did that feeling come from? I wasn't even thinking anything. I feel this way. And you start to see it's not you. Because you're not accepting it as you. Are we just, is it just because I'm like, we became best friends? I don't know. Like it to me, it's just like, well, if, who is this person? Why am I so connected to it then? Because growing up, you identify with it. When you were traumatized, you escaped into the imagination in order to survive the trauma. But all you did, when you went into that, you went into hell, and you created more trauma by overreacting, overreacting, overreacting over, over everything, either with joy or with sadness or anger or fear or something. That's pretty interesting because I don't even know how you would know that, but I know that that happened. Yeah. And when you know it because you know the truth and you want the truth, that happened to every human being. Not one go get away from it. That's why God said everyone who born of the flesh of the woman must be born of the spirit of the father. Got That's it. what the second birth is all about. Got it. Amazing. Huh? Yeah. Surely. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. That was reality. <laughs> <laughs> that was reality. That's right. Um, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Regarding the notion that uh, we should take captive our minds, right. uh, in Corinthians, Paul, who was Jewish, who was Saul, who on the road to Damascus met Jesus and became Paul, he was telling the Corinthian church, who had a lot of problems, this, among the many things he taught in the book of Corinthians. Inasmuch as we, meaning the church at that time, refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ the Messiah. So we, they were battling, like everybody has since the Lord came and went to heaven and sits on the right hand of the Father, <laughs> that uh, there are always going to be people who are going to say they know better than the Word, they know better than the Bible, they know better than Christ, and... 
Paul is telling everybody to refute. We are refuting those arguments and theories that uh, set themselves up against the true knowledge of God, and therefore we should take captive, we who pronounce ourselves to be Christians, take captive every thought that might link with those things and look to the obedience of Christ. Be like Christ who is obedient to the Father. And that means what to you? That means we don't, we don't shut our minds down because our minds are our weapons. They are our organs. They are the engine. So we, capti- we take captive every thought, like the word says, because this was their reality, and Paul was addressing these people in the early church who had everything against them, everything. When you say, uh, it sounds like you, uh, are you saying that your thoughts are different than the mind? I'm just reading the word that I thought was pretty clear. No, no, and I'm say- just saying that when we said earlier that we take captive our mind, it's not our minds. The we thoughts take are captive, not the mind. just the word says, like we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to think about, I like that car, maybe I'll steal it. You know, take captive that thought. I like that wallet, they're not looking at it, they put it down, maybe I should steal it. We, t- sh- we should take captive every thought, not just what the little ones that I just mentioned that right. are earthly ones, but every thought that pulls us away from the obedience of Christ who came to show the Gentiles what it was to believe in one true God. So are you saying that we should not bring every thought into captivity? It says, I'm just quoting what it says, no, no, and that's just, what I believe. Just, just for my understanding, uh, in reading that, are you saying that you should not bring every thought into captivity? In this context, again, it is Paul but, talking to people who are debating right. in a context of a Greek environment that meant multi, multiple gods, and here are these Gentiles, these people who were Greek, who were raised to be around Zeus and uh, all these multiple gods that we learned about in school. These people are now coming up in a dangerous place because Corinth, Corinth is run by the Romans. Well, because of time, so are you they're, saying that? they're saying, Paul is saying then and saying to us, there's going to be a lot coming against you. Just revert back to, as we debate, not you and I, but as Paul says, as we have to debate around a culture that says, no, you're wrong, God is not who the Bible says, et cetera, et cetera, take captive every thought that but would lead you that way and return to Give me a yes Christ or no is. for my own understanding. I'm black and slow. Are you, you are s- not slow. I am. And am blackness I- is mighty. So is what? I'm just mighty. Mighty? Mighty. Oh, mighty. Okay, every so, color. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Are you saying that you're we, talking to a mixed race woman? Sorry, I got emotional. Were you mixed with? I'm mixed with. What do you think? My people just come from all over the place. Are you Jewish? A little, but not major. Are you black? Uh, I got some, all, all life comes from Africa. Are you black? Am I? Are you? Am I? Are you asking I'm me? I'm just saying. You look white saying, or Jewish to me? I don't know. I'm just black saying. Thing. I'm just saying, don't, you are just, you're not slow. But I'm black, right? And is that a bad thing? Sometimes I wonder. Praise God. It's hard on a black man in America. Listen, Jewish was not, uh, rather, Jesus was not born in England, so you understand. A man of color is what we're talking about. What oh, the? Give me a quick yes or no, just a yes or no, no more. 
Are you saying that we should not bring all thoughts into captivity? No, no, no. Did you understand him to I, be saying that you should not bring off? No, I'm just saying yes or no. No, no I got it. So it is, it's what we said earlier was a misrepresentation. We had to go to the source. And it's not anything other than what. But I'm just do not understanding if you're reading that to believe that we should not bring all thoughts into captivity. As it says, all thoughts no, just that give me a are yes part, or no. You no, may I be got, right. Listen, you may be right. I'm just asking, are I'm you not, getting it? I'm maybe right. It's if I was a scientist, if, I were, if we were in a university, it would be the same thing. What does the source say? I got no, 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 no. thoughts I'm, about I'm, it. I was just uh, reading Okay. So, but you're getting that to me. Don't bring all thoughts into captivity, right? I'm giving you the context that it was misrepresented. So you just give me the context, but you don't understand it? I do understand it. That's why I'm trying to help here. Because but, it's never... But you're not helping me. I'm trying to get the help. Not take captive your mind. Okay. The Lord did not say that. It was Paul speaking. Amazing. Okay. Um, where was I? So let's do Yes, sir. And, and, Joel, and then I got to deal with this time running out. I can answer the young man's question. We the young one man. who said that he had to use his mind and oh, yeah. he had to communicate. Oh, yeah. And, but you, you mentioned something that... Adam was in, Adam and God's re relationship lacked thought. They communicated without words. Right. So to me, that means that we, I, don't have to come up with anything. He'll take care of it for me, and it'll come out of me. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. To make sense of what she was saying, she's saying that, well, you often say, I think there's a miscommunication there, maybe there's not, I don't know. No, but I just want to know when she read that, did she understand that to mean that? she believed it for herself. Huh? That's what you, you're, you're trying to understand if she believed it for herself. Yeah, that you should it. not bring all thoughts into captivity. Right. But she didn't answer that part, and you wanted to answer it. But the point is... You want to answer for her? No, 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 I'm just going to make sense of what, because oh, she's okay. saying, maybe you understand that I don't, or you don't, but she's saying what you always say is... Um, use the mind as a tool, but when you're done with it, put it down. But it's separate from your, uh, taking your thoughts captive. You don't live by it. You don't live by it, yeah. yeah. But you use your mind as a tool, which she was, I think, alluding to at the same time, the lady in the back here. But it's use your mind as a tool. You're using your, your mind as a good thing to use, but when you're done with it, put it down, and then you're supposed to take your thoughts captive, like she's saying, or from the word is saying, because all thoughts are lies. So I think both of you guys are saying the same thing, but misunderstanding from my, from my perspective. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Young man, what's your first name? In the back with her, yeah. Francisco. Oh, Francisco. Two Francisco, that's Francisco too. What the? Um, <laughs> Um, did you understand what she was saying? No. You didn't? Oh, okay. All right. So listen. Who is God? Don't believe me. All right. I want you to hold on to what you know until you can see it for yourself. All right? But in all honesty, God, the word God is just a word. 
It's just a word. And we have been trained and taught to build ideas about who God is around those words, around that word, God. And so when you pray to God, you get all kind of feelings. When you think about God, you get all kind of feelings. When you, uh, whatever about God, you get, you lift a whole head when you come into the house to lift a whole head and worship you. That's why you start crying. Because you have made the word more important than God himself. The word God is just a word. And the true God is a spirit. And so if you can leave it at that, and as you're seeking the Father, the spirit will guide you. The spirit will teach you. He will show you who God really is. But if you associate God with the word God, you're in your imagination and all kind of teaching from the world, from your parents, and what you've learned is going to keep you there. And the mind cannot understand God at all. Zero relationship with God. That's why he said, don't believe the thoughts. All thoughts are all lies all the time. Bring every thought into captivity. But we, I've been guilty of that too. I'm just not understanding as I'm standing on this path. Is that you could say the word God in order to communicate, but leave all the imaginary imagination out of it. Don't associate what you've been taught by God. Because the mind cannot understand God. Even me telling you this, I can't make you understand who he really is. Only the spirit of the father will reveal all things to you. So do what you want, but I suggest you just, when you communicate, you can, or even when you ask God something, just say, God, give me more light. But don't go, God, Lord, Father, give me more light. Leave that out. You're using the word to get his attention, but leave out all the emotion and the imagination. It's just a word. That makes sense. Anybody disagree with that? We've been taught wrong. That's why we're still suffering in life. That's why you have anger and doubt and fear and jealousy and worry and strife and, and looking outside for someone to make you feel good and always trying to associate with something, a degree, or think that we can figure it out because we've been taught wrong. We could say the word God in another church and everybody start crying. <laughs> all based on what they've been taught. And it's all emotional. It's all lies. That's why you don't become whole because you believe the thoughts and what we've been taught. It's just a word. Isn't that amazing? amazing? And real reality is everything that we are not. Real reality is everything that we are not. And we are nothing what we think we are. That's why when you're dying, when there's the spirit of evil, which is the ego, the nature of the devil, we are dying from this old nature that we've been thinking that we were, that we knew, and that we react to. That's fading away. And, and the new nature is coming about. Who we really are is coming about. But you must die from the old nature. It's not enough to get, get the knowledge about it. You must 
die, even God said, Christ said, somebody said it, in order to live, you must die. You're never going to live until you die the spiritual death of the ego. Then you shall live right here on earth. The kingdom of heaven is right here, right now. It's been done. Our sins have been washed away. We are really free, but we don't know it because we're living in this old nature thinking that it's us. It's not us. And have the thinking that we create our own perception. We create our own this. We don't create anything. Are you being influenced and listening to the spirit of evil in the imagination, or you listen to the spirit of the Father in the kingdom of heaven within? We are, I'm telling you, we are free. That's why I encourage you to spend time alone and watch. Watch the devil have a fit inside of you. And it feel like it's you. Who will I be if, I don't, if I'm not my feelings? Who will I be if I'm not my intellect? Who will I be if I'm not my anger? Who will I be if I don't this or that or I don't associate with a lot of people? Who, will I, who am I if I don't get invited to the party? Who will I be if I don't get married and have a bunch of children? Women literally think they would be nothing if they didn't get married. You got a better chance of being something by not getting married <laughs> than you are to get married. Because all you're going to do is fight in the marriage. More hell. Two devils get married and they fight. Even with the idea, I, I, over the years, I had so many people tell me that they were looking for a nice woman or a nice man. They want a nice husband or a nice wife, right? Right away, they have created an idea of what that nice person is, and they start looking for that nice person and still end up with hell. But if you didn't have an idea about nice person or what you're looking for, it would be given to you. It would be perfect. And you won't have to fight. A marriage should not be fighting. You shouldn't be fighting. If it doesn't happen naturally, it should not be. And you can't make a marriage work. You can't make a relationship work. You can't make anything work. The more you try, the worse it'll get. The Father will do it for you when you give up. But you got to give up all ideas. I hear people say, oh, I go to church to, to try to find me a wife. And they cast more hell than they would have if they got the woman from the bar. <laughs> All in the name of Jesus. They know the Bible, but nothing but hell. You got to give up thinking. You want a no thinking like, except for what Joel said, practical thought. You want oatmeal for breakfast? Go get some oatmeal. Eat the oatmeal, and you're done with thinking about oatmeal. And God is with us. <laughs> And if we stay present, not in the past or the future, thinking that we know and we don't know, he will guide us. I'm telling you, he will guide you. You will walk in the light, and in the light, there's no question about anything. But the devil give us titles, husband, wife, friendship, singer, dancer, president. Look how screwed up the government is today. And they all have degrees. Just messed up, just like everyone who lived in their imagination. 
we got to let the imagination go. God is a spirit and so are we. And I almost don't want to tell you that because Satan's going to create an image of a spirit. And you go to and you're going to walk around saying, I'm spiritual. <laughs> because you just left one false image to another one. It's like a, 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 a criminal. When you go to jail, he come back a preacher. I got saved in jail. He just let one false identity go and took on another one. Now you're preaching. Have you seen so many people go back and go to jail and they come out Christians? All they have are false identities. No more identities. That's what you're dying from is those identities. You got to go dumb. Why are you taking a deep breath with that one? <laughs> It's too heavy? That's heavy. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. It's big. Big or heavy? One of the two. I can't yeah. figure out. Because every smart person is dumb. Every smart person is dumb. You must go dumb. Don't make yourself go dumb. Don't go around and say, I'm dumb. <laughs> but because that's what the devil will do. He'll give you these false images that you hear that sound good. And you'll find yourself repeating them, but you're still in hell. Stop that, too. All right. Any questions about that? Let me take here, there, there, then we got to end. Yes. Just real quick. Um, you said something about the, loan, the being alone thing. I yes. think that is the biggest uh, challenge uh, in terms of this journey. I had a very busy full week this past week and I purpose <clears throat> to have Saturday as a day to do nothing yeah I, I set that goal I'm not doing anything the day came and I'm auntie and I'm wondering okay where the phone isn't ringing I want to do something and I'm like crawling out of my skin yeah. even though I planned to have a day to do nothing yeah so I found that interesting and don't forget the biblical question for next week. Just I throwing won't. it out there. I won't. Thank you. Um, when you get up in the morning, don't just jump up in your, in your head already. Raise it to work. Open your eyes. Look around. Notice yourself putting your feet on the floor. Be aware. Start your day out in awareness, and your day will go amazingly. It will work out. But if you start out in a hurry, your whole day will be in darkness. You want to practice being aware. That's where the answers are. That's where the Father is. And then you have time left over. You really, really will. God doesn't want you to be in a hurry. He doesn't want you to be rushing around in life. Satan does. And the world have taught you to be busy. Your daddy, your mama, your teacher, everybody tell you, you need to be having something to do. You're trifling. You're not doing anything. You're so trifling. Now you got to prove that you're not trifling. And you get everything, you're still trifling. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be successful. And the moment they tell you you got to be successful, you feel like a failure. And so now you got to, to avoid feeling like you're not successful. You get all this stuff and you gain the world. And yet you still feel like a failure. Like you're not successful. And you're not. We've been set up, we've been lied to, folks. But you could be free. Christ came and it made it done. It's done.
And the young lady, and I understand what she meant about the African things and white folks came from black folks and all that mess. <laughs> That's so unimportant, ain't even. It's not even worth talking about it so unimportant because we're not our bodies anyway. And all it does, if, if you accept the fact that, oh, black, white people, everybody came from Africa, it makes the blacks feel good, but it doesn't make them free. It doesn't do anything but build their ego. And things so messed up, we don't know where we came from at this point. Because everybody wants to say we came from there. Every race. You know what I mean? Every race wants to be the best race. Like that has some meaning to it. That has no meaning. It's a waste of time. But salvation does. Returning to the Father is everything. Overcoming the world is everything. It really is life itself. And in closing, I want you to know, force you, and you're hearing this from a slow black man. A black and slow. And I never imagined that the, fa the father would use me in this way. But you could have paradise right here on earth. Every one of us, every one of you that want it. Most people don't want it. That's the problem. Oh, it's not a problem for us. It's a problem for the person that don't want it. And if they don't want it, don't impose it on them. God does not bother those that don't want it. Those who welcome the truth, he bring you home. Those who don't want it, he leave you in hell. And he and Jesus get up every morning. They go down to the cafe mocha shop. And now the cafe mocha shop sell egg with bacon. Uh-uh-uh. Y'all ever had that? God tell Jesus, you know what? Bring me two of those eggs with bacon along with the mocha. And they sit back and watch the world go around. And Jesus, they be laughing. I'm like, what the? <laughs> because they're not going to force it on you. And we don't have a right to force it on one another. That makes sense a little bit? Yes. So, um, I, did you have a short question or comment? Did I see your hand? I'll probably ask it next time because I think it's kind of, I don't know if it's short or not. So. Let's try it real fast. Um, I was just going to ask, like, if, like, I don't know God, is, is, he, is it still, and I'm seeking God, is it, does that mean I don't, like, does it not exist for me, or? It's beautiful you don't know him. Because not knowing him, you don't have all these fake ideas about him. So that's good. Because I thought I, oh, I before this, I'm like, oh, I, I want to I wanna say I do know him because I'm like, oh, I'm going through, like, you know, trying to understand, like, my faith and all that. But now, like, I realize I really don't know at all. That's, that's right. <laughs> like, whatsoever. So. That's what we all got to realize. Instead of this illusion that we do know him, because if we knew him already, we'd be free already. You would have no fear, no doubt, no pain, no emptiness, no insecurity, no lostness. You would be whole wanna, if you already knew him. I want to say one more thing about like the, the whole like identities and all that. I, think, I know she was saying about the doctor and, and how you said he'll go back and weep and cry when he's done sewing up whoever. I remember when I was working like my part-time job and I thought when I got promoted to full-time and make more money that I'd, I'd be happier. I, I was worse off. Yes. Until I, until like, I started to understand my faith. So yeah. that's just something that I learned. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I know for a fact, without a doubt, after 30 years of counseling and talking to people around the world, all kinds of people, 
when they put that knife down from doing the surgery, they go into misery. They only feel good while they're doing the surgery because they go unconscious, and it's a good feeling to think that you're a doctor, you're a surgeon, you know, you you healing this patient, right? But as soon as they're done with that, reality sitting there, you're nobody. And they go home, and their wife beat them up. <laughs> the kids don't like them. They can't wait to go back to work. As a matter of fact, they accidentally hit the emergency burden, so the hospital, I let the hospital call in, so they can leave home and go back, hang out at the hospital. <laughs> Nobody is happy with anger. No one is happy living in their imagination. Nobody. I don't care who it is. And they're looking for the answer on the outside. It's not out there. It's in here. Jesus has already returned, and he lives in us. You don't need to wait for Jesus to return. You ain't got to be waiting for the revelation. Revelation is already happening out there. It doesn't need to be happening inside of you. Christ has returned. We have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit living right inside of us. But you got to give up and let go. You got to eat. And last thing, then I'm done. Even in, and I'm telling you as a witness, even in your darkest moment, even in your scariest moment, when you're just trembling in fear, let yourself do it. Let that happen. Tremble in fear and go through hell. When your mind is busy telling you nobody likes you and you don't like nobody, you need a joint. You need this or that, right? And you're trembling. Let it happen. Don't do anything to stop the fear, but face it anyway and go through it. And you will see you're going through the valley of the shadow of ego death, of fear death, of loneliness death, or thinking that, oh, I was smart death. Or what will I be if I let all this go? Death. You're going through the valley of the shadow of death, shaking and trembling. Fear is overwhelming you, overwhelming you. Let it happen and go through the valley anyway. And when you get through there, it's going to be amazing. And you will, because you're going to have some light along the way. Along this journey, you're going to get some light. And that light is going to encourage you not to turn around. And you're going to want more of it. You're going to want more light. You're going to hear yourself asking God for more light. But you'll get through the valley if you stay with it. If everybody else decides they don't want it, you wish them well. Don't resent them. They can't help it. And you go through your valley of the shadow of death. And you're going to be scared. Oh, you're going to be scared. But as I was telling the young lady, that's not you that's afraid. That's the devil trembling because he's dying. The fate you is disappearing. All right. Any questions about that? So let fear happen. Be afraid. It's like when I tell you, go forgive your mama and your daddy. Most people are scared of their mama. But once they do it, they're like, wow, I feel like a load was lifted. That's how it is going through this valley of fear. Of trying to be important and want to be something and all that mess. The world has taught us wrong. Now we have to die from it. And you will die from it. You got to stay out of the imagination of the thoughts will lie to you. So do the silent prayer and watch. That's all you have to do. Go to Word, do your practical stuff, and just watch 
what's happening inside of you. It's going to be amazing. And the bread, <laughs> thank you. Because normally I forget. But just watch, do the silent prayer and watch. Go about your day trembling inside. No one knows you're trembling but you. And that's the devil. All right? And watch yourself. Watch it. Watch it, not you. And you'll be fine. It ain't about color. It's not about male or female. It's not about what you have or don't have. It's about dying from the world, overcoming the ego. And you can have paradise right here on earth and all this mess going on around you out there. You could be fine. Your world is fine. Really. It really, really, really is. Um, all right. So don't forget. And the brand new biblical question. When you don't know what to do, why do you distort it by doing something? When you don't know what to do, why do you distort it by doing something? I will get two people to respond only. The young lady in the back first. When you don't know what to do, why do you distort it by doing something? I'd have to think about it too deep to just. Oh, okay. Right here, and then you bring me, that's it. Tell them about the time. This is going to be short and simple. When you don't know what to do, why do you distort it by doing something? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we can get a new question now. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, Raymond. I'll make it short because we're egotists. I'm an egotist. Amazing. That's the biblical question. If you don't, when you don't know what to do, why do you distort it by doing something? Amazing question. Did you want to respond to that? Why not? I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? Just off the cuff. It's one of those crazy, que it's one of those crazy questions. Nice. Yep. Here's what I recommend. Every, all the time, work on yourself. When you come for these meetings, these fellowships, come with questions. Come with, watch yourself so you'll see what's going on. All right? And you'll see the, the growth happening. You will see it. Don't just wait for me to come all the time with the answer. I don't want to give you the answer because you already know the truth. Every human being know the truth already. It's down in there, but they just won't accept it. They won't come back to it. They'd rather follow the intellect than to follow the truth. All right? Anyway, this Thursday is Ms. Form, a first Thursday, right? Yeah, the Ms. Form, this Thursday is 7. And if you need counseling or whatever, you know how to get us. Go to the 800-411-BOND or rebuildingtheman.com by phone, Skype, or in-house. All right? But work on yourself, folks. It does work. But you got to work on you. Meaning, keeping your eyes on yourself. You can't change anything. And forgive don't have any anger. Anger is your enemy. Anger is your bitter enemy. There's nothing good about it at all. So don't be angry. And there's never a reason to be angry. I am out of time. We'll, we'll do your super chats tomorrow. We'll do your super chats at uh, buymeacoffee.com slash JLP talk and rebuildingtheman.com. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Amazing.